Oh man. There you are. Hey, we match tonight. Sort of. We're we're both old and fat, right? <laughs> well, welcome everybody. This is Two Beards in a Bible. I'm John Swaino, and this is Dave Tenney. And so we are. Um, this is our first recording session of the of the new season. What is this? Three. Three, maybe. Yeah, Something I think like so. That. I think so. So welcome to this next. Yeah, season, I suppose yeah. you might say. Yeah. And uh, we, we were looking at where we had left off last time, and, and it appears that that was Romans chapter 1, verse 18. Uh, you want me to read? Or? Yeah, why don't okay. you read? And just read to the end of the chapter? I th- I don't think I would do that. Okay. <laughs> <You wanna laughs> There's go? some pretty heavy stuff in here. So we'll go. Well, you tell me when you want me to I don't know. You st- read until you feel like you want to stop okay. for a minute. So starting at... Um, Starting at verse 18, then in Romans chapter 1. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God... They did not glorify him, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and birds, and four-footed animals, and creeping things. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, and the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. I'm going to stop there for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And we'll uh, <clears throat> we'll unpack that. Right, so th- there's a lot of stuff. And, and that's a, the thing, I think, is if we go through Romans, there's a lot of stuff in Romans. Yeah. Um, and there's some things in here, I think, that are uh, a little bit harder to understand than others. So let's go back to that first verse, verse 18. And let's read that and see if we can um, kind of get a heading of where we go. So so Paul says, uh, he starts talking about the wrath of God. He says, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. So when we talk about the wrath of God, um, what are we talking about? What is God's wrath? Well, it's going to be the judgment. Yeah. It's going to be the, the things that are written that will that will happen yeah. to those that are not faithful. And it says the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. And that would be by the Holy Spirit, the yeah. Word. Yeah, I think and, and we, we have that today. We have, mm-hmm. we have we have the Bible revealed to us. And then it's it, it tells what it's revealed against. It says it's revealed against ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth of unrighteousness because they may be known of God they may be known of God is manifest in them did I read that wrong <laughs> because what may be known of God is manifest in them yeah for God has shown it to them what's and manifest mean to, to make to, to make known to appear to, to, to show yeah so what may be known of God is made known in them. Yeah. For God has shown it to them. 
how. Yeah, and it goes on as it goes on, you know, in verse 20, uh, kind of really, when it speaks of the, them not have, not being without excuse, you know, for in verse 20, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. You know, when we look around us in the world, we see, we see creation. You know, if you look at this wooden table, and look at, at all of the different parts. And when I was in biology class, we learned about all these little parts and, and the tannins that are in the wood. And, and these little things here have a name that I can't remember. And, and uh, <laughs> It's you know, the cuticles. I know. Whatever. I know. <laughs> but, but there's so many little intricacies with the things that we can see. Yeah. And as, as technology has allowed us to, we've been able to see more and more of that intricacy. Um, so we're really without excuse in this day yeah. and age. But... Um, but as you just look around us, when you look at creation and you look at nature, you just can't help, if you're honest, you just can't help but understand that somebody made these yeah. things. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to look around too far to say, man, this, this isn't an accident. Right. I mean, the, the, this, wasn't, this wasn't the, the uh, outcome of an explosion. Right. Right. No, no, matter how ma- how much, no matter how many things we take out in the backyard and try to blow up, <laughs> right. we're not going to make this yeah and i think what he's basically saying here is you know is that the creation of god is evidence for god yeah you know that's why he said he says he, he that god has shown it to them he says for since the creation of the world his invisible attributes are clearly seen yeah right that, yeah you know this this had to have been done by some greater power yeah and and, and you know in, in conjunction with that now we have you know the word, which reveals, you know, his plan for mankind and, and tells us where we came from. Uh, you know, and that's that's been known even at this time. They had they had those writings. And and who? What's our audience here? Just so we remember the church at Rome. The church at Rome, and and who's in that church? Christians. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so there's a mixture. You know, <laughs> right, it's a right. mixed church of of Gentiles and Jews. Jews. And Gentiles, yeah. So, you know, I, I think it seems like some of this is being pointed kind of at the Gentiles. Right. You know, some of these things. Um, in verse 21, he says, um, because, because though they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but become futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. It says, professing to become wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's he talking about here? Yeah, well, they, they had made, you know, thinking back to to Israel, what did they do in the wilderness? Well, they made that golden calf. They, they, made, they made all sorts of right. graven images and, and, and gods to themselves and... Um, you know they they were absolutely shown so many things that you know in retrospect as we as we look back at the things that they were shown you know we, we might think well why couldn't they just see this why yeah. couldn't they get this so yeah but they professed they did profess to be wise yeah uh, and in their great wisdom they they missed the point yeah it certainly it makes me think of like the Greeks and the Romans mm-hmm. you know who set up you know all of these different images that they worshipped that's and, true too. You know, and so I guess you know you could apply it either to yeah. either group. You think of, uh, you know, when when Paul 
spoke to those on the Areopagus, the Greeks, you know, the, yeah, of the, the the unknown god that they had made a little yeah a little place for. Yeah, and they, you know, he said, "Hey, this is the fellow I'm talking about." Right. Um. So verse twenty four, he says, "Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness and the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves." So does that mean that God just said, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna make you do this"? I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the thing that some people come away from this with is the idea that well, God He gave them up to uncleanness. They 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 think that that means that God made them. Yes. You know, do these things. Well, that's not the case at all. I've got a note that I wrote that in here, and it said, "I said, uh, false gods negate the truth." that God is, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's, you know, um, they exchange, it says they exchange the truth of God for a lie. Well, that's really, that's really mankind, mm-hmm. right? It, it applies to both groups. Again, yeah. um, it could be the Jews. Um, the Jews re- rejected God and made their own, they made their own gods yeah. or took the gods of other nations or, you know, the Gentiles, rejected God and uh, you know they they worshiped images or whatever they made their own gods as well yeah and you know this in verse 24 here uh, God gave them up to uncleanness and the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves you know there's all sorts of things and and we don't have to go too far to see those things in the world today oh yeah the 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 way that people dishonor their bodies and they do things uh, that, that were not that we were not designed for yeah. that they allow themselves to get into you know uh, homosexuality uh, being one uh, the mutilation of, of bodies uh, now we have you know on the scene now in current events we have people that are mutilating yeah. their bodies to make themselves something that that the Lord didn't make them. yeah and and, and this is, this stuff is not new no I mean <laughs> I mean in uh, uh, I've, I've mentioned before that in college, my wife and I went to Italy with her with her art class, and as we were walking through Pompeii, you know, there were some pretty awful depictions. You know, that <laughs> we actually visited the place that was the 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 uh, house of ill repute uh, in, in town. There, or one of them, and and there were all sorts of things that were, uh, uh, you know, on the walls that were nasty and yep. and. Uh, yeah. yeah no, nothing's changed. That was that was seventy nine AD. Yeah. And uh Do you hear that? <laughs> there's, there's a cat scratching at the window. <laughs> but she's she's not coming in. <laughs> Four footed animals creeping. Yes, there's many of those in in this neighborhood. Um so we stopped right there, I believe, in verse twenty five. Yeah. Uh, verse twenty six says, For this reason God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use of what is against nature. Likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves a penalty of their error, which was due. You know, it's interesting that, um, you know, some people will will try to make this point that, um, uh, that, you know, there were certain 
characters in the Bible, or there are, or the Bible uh, condones homosexuality, but it doesn't. And going back to the note in my Bible, Leviticus 18, and at verse 22, um, let's go to verse 21. Let's go to verse 20. Uh, Moreover, you shall not lie carnally with your neighbor's wife to defile yourself with her, and you shall not let any of your descendants pass through the fire to Molech, nor shall you profane the name of your God, I am the Lord. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Right. So, I mean, it was it was a thing in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. It's a thing in the New Testament. Right. And uh, this isn't John and I saying this. Right. So what the Bible says. Right. And, and, and that's, uh, and a lot of people do twist that. I, I know that there are now uh, versions of the Bible uh, that have cut out all all speaking of uh, of these things uh, yeah. because it's painful for many to hear and you know you and I I know we both know people that are uh, caught in the throes of these things yeah and they're you know we're not we're not angry with them we don't hate them this is not quote unquote hate speech <laughs> no you know this is just the truth it's just what the Bible it's it, this is what God's law says and we still can uh, you know Look to those people and and love them as human beings and and, and yeah. just the same as we we would anybody else. Yeah. Um, but you know, it all comes down to: um, are are we going to try to follow what God says, or are we going to follow what we think? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's in, right. We just read you know verse twenty four, and then as you read on, you know, we we see this these things started starting to be mentioned. And, you know, to point back to the context, you know, therefore God gave them up to the uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts. Right. You know, that this is where these things come from. Right. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not God's it's, plan. God didn't make it that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think when, when he says that he, he gave them up, mm-hmm. uh, to me, it's, it's more like he does, he didn't immediately punish them. I think that's what you know. I think that's kind of what that means. And it 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 harkens to the uh, free will that the Lord yes. gave us in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he could have uh, made it so that we couldn't sin. Yep. But he made one rule, and uh, we couldn't gave keep us it. free will. Yeah. We have, we couldn't keep it. <laughs> yeah. And, and therefore, now we have all the things that we have around us, and it's not God's fault. Right. Yeah. But I think that's like. Sometimes when we read that 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 idea of oh yeah you know God gave them up for these things well yeah. it's like oh well God abandoned them well no right. he didn't do that and I think some people even read that and 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 read it to mean that he he made them do that you know yeah. that that's another that's another idea that if if they can make it so that God made them do that yeah. then then they can start to say well it's okay if if I give into these lusts because God is making me go in that yeah. direction. And that's just not... No. No, because God gave them okay. up for the things that were in their hearts. Right. Right? Not not what God wants, but what they want. Right. And I think, you know, I think like it goes back to just means that God didn't immediately punish them. That doesn't mean that we can't be punished for those things. Right. Because I think the Bible clearly teaches that. Yeah. Um, Verse 28. John, you want to read that? Yeah. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. 
being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death. Not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Ooh, that's a, that's a hard language there. Yeah. So he lists some things that you would think of as being very terrible, mm-hmm. but then some things that maybe aren't you you maybe you wouldn't put in the same camp. But mm-hmm. but Paul does. Right. You know. So we think about those things about about those people who are 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 filled with unrighteousness. Well. You know, oh, they're sexually immoral, immoral, and they're wicked, and uh, they're they're you know murderers and haters of God. But you know, they're unloving, right? You know, they're they're um, what are some of the other ones? They're disobedient to parents, right? They're undiscerning, right? And and you know, deceit. Uh, you know, chances are, if we think back, every single one of us can think to a time in our lives when we were deceitful. Yeah. Uh, in one way or another. Especially if we were teenagers. Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, all of these, I think sometimes people put sin into this into this spectrum. And they think, well, okay, murder is way over here. You know, yeah. it's really bad. But a little white lie is way over here, and it's really not that bad. And then, yeah, you know, then people start to believe that God is going to punish the liar differently from the murderer, but sin is sin, and God can't have anything to do with sin. Right. It puts a separate, the same separation yeah. between a person and God if they have any of these things in their lives, and they're practicing them. Um, Was and, it that your sin has separated you from your God? Is that Isaiah fifty nine two? I'm gonna take your word for that. I one. think it is, <laughs> but, but you know that's that's you know God can can have nothing to do with any sin. Mm-hmm. So it puts all sin on the same level, right? And 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 you know, um, I read this. This was a I can't remember who said this, but you know, we don't we don't break God's law, but we break ourselves yeah. against God's law. Now, there's a bumper sticker that everybody's probably seen in the United States that says, "Not perfect, just forgiven." Yeah, and and there's some truth to that. Absolutely, there, there's a ring of truth in there. Because, uh, you know, while we're sitting here talking about these things, and you and I have maybe been deceitful at a point in our lives, hopefully yeah. we didn't murder anybody. Right. But maybe we, we've had envy in our yeah, lives. I, I could say maybe I've got about half of this list I've done. Right. And, <laughs> we, and we may do them again. Yeah. But the difference is, is that when you're obedient to Christ, and you are in Christ, and you realize that you've done wrong, and you repent and turn away from that, the grace of God covers those. Things. Yes, it's not. It's not that uh, you know. As we sit here, or any anybody who is a Christian, uh, we're often painted as people who think that we're perfect. Right, and that's certainly and that. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't look in the mirror and say that. I think Christians, um, you know, if if we're honest, uh, we, we realize how far from perfect we are. Yeah. Maybe more than more than people realize. Yeah. 
Um, you're certainly constantly, you're, or at least you should be constantly reevaluating. Um, yeah. Um, your your relationship with God. I was uh, recently at a uh, gospel meeting, and uh, in in Norwalk, and I was there. We were like the the second group of people there, and there's some fellas that had opened up the building, and we were talking to them, and we we're talking about Keith Welch, who was preaching, who utters Keithisms, right? <laughs> and uh, and so I, I had mentioned, I said, yeah, Keith's a good fella, and and uh, the guy corrected me rightly so he's like you know every time i hear somebody call someone good i think of the scripture that says there's not one good uh, except <laughs> god and I said, you know what you're right yeah you're right so 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 keith is a you know a, a wonderful person he's a he's a nice fella yeah a trustworthy fella yeah <laughs> you know use a different word and, and and it's good for us to to remember those little you know those little things that yeah that, and and to his credit you know, to that, I don't, I don't even remember the guy's name uh, that that made the correction. But you know, we should be able to correct one another. Yeah, uh, we should be able to. Uh, There's a good chance it was his uncle. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I suppose he's got what seven uncles there, <laughs> something like that. He's got several family members. <laughs> Somebody said in a Bible class uh, Sunday morning, they mentioned. Like Keith has certain things he says a lot. Oh yeah, and they and they mentioned one of them. They said, "Well, that that was a Keithism." <laughs> yeah, kind of cracked me up. But every preacher probably has their they isms. they have those absolutely everybody does. And there's a, a lady at Medina that often points out what she calls preacher speak. Oh, <laughs> she's like, "You say it this way, you don't need to." And I'm like, "Well, you're right. I, yeah, it's just a habit." Yeah. Well, you know, I think. Anytime we do, yeah, certain things, it certain things always come out kind of trying not to sound like the fool that you are. It's tough. It's real tough, (laughs) right? So let's look at this again. So he has this list of things these 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 things that um, uh, these people had been given over to, Uh, and he says that um, where is this here? He says, yeah, he says, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. So that's, that's an interesting point is, is, um, you know, we can be um, guilty of, of these things and not even doing them, mm-hmm. but, but approving of them. Right, so we've got to be careful about you know the yeah yeah if we're if we're uh, if we just don't say anything if we yeah. just let things go by uh, you know if we were to skip over this section because we don't want to talk about the sticky subjects in yeah here, you know then we're not we're not doing justice right to the word um, let's see well in in that uh, verse at verse thirty two. Who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death. So, we we don't want to we want to make sure this is not taken out of context, because someone is doing something that is deserving of death. That doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't mean at all that, that that's we the outcome. Go, it doesn't. Yeah, and it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be the outcome, but it also doesn't mean that. As human beings, we should go and kill those no. who who practice such things, and and some people throughout history have have done that. 
you know? And, yes. And so, you know, in the same statement here, we're talking about the righteous judgment of God, and that death would be the second death, yeah. which is due to all mankind. Right. You know, and you're to, to those that are sin, sinners. Yeah. Uh, you know, all mankind is going to die once. <laughs> what, are, what are the wages of sin? Death. Who's committed sin? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you got to, you got to, that's that's in its context, right, right, and 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 so just realizing that that, that that's talking of that spiritual death that happens yeah. at the judgment, and it's God who will dole that out. Yes, it's not any human being, and so uh, again, you know, something that could be taken out of context to be you know hateful, that could be you know something that people might say or uh, pushing people to do something that would be horrendous as people have in the past that that's not at all what this is saying no no yeah so you know you got to be careful about you know take that i think that's like you know people people say well the bible's literal well it's not all literal yeah <laughs> sometimes it's you know there's a there's a there's a lot of figurative language in it there's uh you know the parables which yeah. are are likely a uh, quote unquote story that, yeah, that is teaching a, a teaching story. Yep. Um, you know, maybe those things are true, but but chances are it's just a it's just a a, a, a teaching moment. Yeah. That Christ decided to use, and so um, yeah, it, it, and you can tell when you get into the figurative language. Now, I'm not a literary expert. I mean, maybe the librarian in the next room could tell us, but uh, you know the you can tell. The way by the way that it is that it's yeah. that it's uh, yeah. figurative yeah. or literal language. So when we when we think about all of these things that we just read about about God's wrath um, and and concerning um, certain behaviors, you know, I think when we think about all these things, we could wrap this all up and say, you know, God hates sin. Mm -hmm. He hates sin, and mankind. Um, has gone it seems like when people get involved in sin they get deeper and deeper into it yeah um, and 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 he's kind of pointing that out yeah. that throughout history you know people people have come up with horrible things and and God hates all of those things yeah in, in chapter two uh, looking ahead there it it kind of really, sets forth that it's God again that is doing the judgment yes. of these things. Yeah, absolutely. John, I think we'll, we'll stop there. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for joining in. Uh, if you see fit, uh, come back and see us again next time. Yep, thanks. <laughs>